and one, two, three, four, five. Welcome back to the TMCJ podcast. We are on episode 90. We're just 10 episodes away from 100. Holy shit. Which sounds like it's really close, but consider we do these bi-weekly now, that means we're 20 weeks away. <laughs> so close. Yeah, it doesn't really uh, sound quite as uh, as close when you say it like that. I'll be holding my breath till then. <laughs> anyway, so we got topics for segment one, um, and we're probably just going to do more topics for segment three. You know, it's just a, let's just talk about shit kind of week. Um, and we tried to balance things out with positive topics and maybe a little bit more fun complaining, you know, and angry kind of topics. But for the life of us, we could really only think of maybe one, possibly two positive topics. Yeah, um, the problem is, and everyone talks about, when, when you talk about uh, things that attract people's attention online, everyone's like, oh yeah, it's the negative stuff that always attracts the most attention. But it's also just uh, more fun to talk about getting stuff off your out, out raging about benign rubbish. There, there's catharsis to be found in just raging and complaining. Yeah. It's Actually, I shouldn't say rubbish. It's not rubbish. It's it's easier to find fault with the world than oh yeah adulation. And I yeah. I have some thoughts about this. Look, before we even launch into the first topic, or I'm going to get us off mm. off topic right off the bat. So I've thought for a long time that I'm just trying to think like why is that though? Because you you remember a lot more of like the negative things that happen in life rather than the positive things you. You know, you yeah. get more catharsis about about pointing out things that are wrong. And I, I think that that might be like an evolutionary thing. Like, that's what your brain is programmed to remember. Because if you, you remember the negative shit so it doesn't happen again or you can prevent it, yeah. maybe. But I think that's more with things that directly affect you. Like, we talk about... I mean, I guess loot boxes do technically affect us. But it's not like we are... Uh, like, running away from a fucking rhino because we kicked its puppies True. um but keeping in mind yeah. that like um you know primates are social creatures so maybe remembering stuff about you know video gaming that's a social interaction so i, I think it certainly has shock factor and i think shock factor has its own category of stuff that sticks in our minds it's possible anyway i'm not an evolutionary biologist i have no idea but that's mm. always been my theory is that it's maybe it's like programmed in that you, you, you really got to pay attention to the negative shit more. Anyway, so the first topic uh, this week, and I just wanted to talk about who knows if this is going to be interesting or not, but I have I've spent most of the weekend doing this. I'm going to be buying a house or trying to put an yeah, offer on a house. Should. Yeah, we'll be sending you uh, his new details along shortly so you can dox him and Fuck. <laughs> what's no. the word? swat him. <laughs> Oh god, yeah, uh, no. but yeah, no. So I'm I'm going through the pro. It's a little bit different because I'm buying in a different state than the one I currently reside. Um, mm. But yeah, it's uh, it's all going through. I I I've wanted to get one for a while. I wanted a yard. Um, going through the process though, which I think is probably the more interesting thing to talk about, because housing prices have been really chaotic over the last six months because of you know inflation. Um, yeah. They started off with super low interest rates back in the winter, and they were really cheap. Then they spiked throughout the spring, and people were buying them like crazy and selling like crazy. The realtor I talked to was like, they were seeing some houses go for $80,000 more than they were asking for it. It's like, 
Yeah. And that was after like 17 people made offers. Um, but then more recently, she's like, it's slowing down. You got like people coming in. At, it's still over what they're asking for it. But Yeah, I'm not really surprised how fast it's gone, really. I mean, it was only like a week or two ago that, we, you, that you were talking about this kind of thing. And suddenly, I feel like it's flying by. It's something that I've, I've yeah, and people do normally spend a lot more time. Um, but it's one of those things where it's a combination of factors. One, I've wanted to buy a house for close to like, you know, six to nine months now. And I've been keeping it. The only reason I stopped my search was because of the crazy high, like, buying frenzy that happened in the spring. Right. And now that it's slowed down again, I've, I've kind of been keeping my eye out, seeing if anything's there. And um, over the last week, I finally, I saw a few. Well, I saw one that I, I really wanted didn't get that one uh it sold like the day i was supposed to go tour it um, what was the cause of that buying frenzy was it through the coof yeah you know, it was a little of that it was because um it was honestly it was because the change in interest rates and inflation um it, it because of inflation it made like housing prices look it made houses look like they were a lot more expensive than they were right um when really they just the dollar is worth less than it was and I mean, that's that's the best reason I've found for it. Um, but yeah, so I finally saw a couple that met my criteria. I called the bank. They pushed everything through. The banks are going like crazy willing to just give out mortgages now because interest rates are high enough that they're willing to take anyone. People aren't taking loans out, apparently, because, again, interest rates are high. Right. Yeah, I hear the housing market is pretty, pretty bad for the younger generation at the moment. Yeah, well, that's that's a big thing. A lot of people... And I've heard this more in the UK. Like, there's a pretty serious shortage of housing over there. Mm. I mean, you guys got an island. You're going to... You know, you have a finite amount of space. Run out of space, yeah. Uh, yeah, and, like, just seeing pictures of any American property, you can immediately see the, the pretty major difference in the amount of grounds that each house in England compared to America covers. Mm. Uh, it's pretty nuts. I was, yeah. I was surprised that so such a high percentage, like I I would have expected the fraction of people living in England to be significantly lower than it was fraction of people living in America. And I know most of America is barren wasteland, but when you look at the size of it, you're like there must be like a thousand times more people. In America. Yeah, but there are. And in reality, it's like five times. <laughs> yeah, I think Britain has, what, a population somewhere in the 60 millions, and the US is over 300 million. Something like that. It's kind of kind of nuts. I, I was told it the other day, and I was like, that can't be true. And sure enough, it is. It's like, holy shit. Yeah, the population density. Yeah, it's it's very thin when you go out in we the West. Fucking chill our libidos over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like. I feel like it, I, I'm surprised that more of America hasn't been made hospitable by now. It's not hospitable, it's just, it's a matter of convenience, really. Um, like, because the coastal city, or the coastal areas are the ones that are really built up, and that's because of maritime trade. Yeah. Like, a lot of the center of the country, I mean, that's, it's rural and agrarian so they're growing food out there for the most part mm. or you know farming 
cattle or other livestock. And that's really what that, that land is good for. But because it's out in the middle of nowhere and it, because it's, you know, completely landlocked, it really doesn't make... Really the only way to transport stuff to and from the area is by train or usually by truck. Yeah. And so it doesn't really... You don't get these massive um, built-up cities like you do on the coast because there's just... Like, no- is that- Sounds like a, a monumental task, but in theory, like, it, let's say there was like a a, a river mm. going from the widest part of the east coast to the west coast. Okay. Would that, uh, in theory, there be like towns and cities and villages all along that stretch of river? You've just described the Mississippi, be. by the way. So the Mississippi River, okay. it goes north to south, but it goes from the Great Lakes in the north. Um, this is around, like, the middle of the country. It goes all the way to south of the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah. And all along top of the river, there's Chicago, one of the biggest cities in the U.S., and then all the way down. And that's because there's a lot of trade that goes over the Great Lakes between the U.S. and Canada. Um, right. But then, and that river goes all the way down. And there are big cities. Uh, oh, fun fact. Um, before uh, the U.S. was uh, colonized... Um, the biggest, and this was before, you know, all the diseases kind of wiped out most of the Native American population. Mm. Um, but all along that same river, the Mississippi, were the, one of the most, um, well-developed urban, um, Native American civilizations in North America. Like, they had, they had these giant mound cities and stuff like that. They had, and there's, there's remnants of it everywhere, but basically... I think smallpox or some diseases that the conquistadors like brought over here, it wiped out something like 90% of the Native American population. And so those civilizations just completely fell apart. But yeah. that same river, cities all along it, just like you were saying. Water, yes. water transport really has... If you look at like where the biggest, most well-developed cities are, they're usually mm. like port cities around water. It just seems bad when people are chopping down the Amazon rainforest and stuff because they need the space, when in other parts of the world there's just way too much space and what they need is an aqueduct, essentially. Well, and then they can have all the farmland they wanted. I, I should correct. That, uh, most of the U.S. is not barren wasteland. You're, there's We have a desert in the, like, the bottom western corner of it. But all throughout the Midwest, that's all like yeah. grassland, fertile farmland, perfect for grazing. But there just isn't enough reason for people to move and settle out there. That might be changing with people working remote, though. Because property out there is cheap as hell. I guess if you... Uh, so I guess the, the, the next stage for what they would want next is faster transport to and from it. Yeah. To the major cities. And... Um, and- yeah, and people have talked about putting, like, high-speed rails here. It doesn't really make sense for the vast distances you're talking about across the U.S. Um, maybe. Who knows? Well, I mean, you can't really... Well, I guess you could... Do you... I get... Yeah. Sorry, I hadn't given any this any thought before the podcast, so this is all on... on Off the cuff, in, yeah. In the moment, yeah. Oh... That's right. We're gonna solve world hunger here today on <laughs> on the podcast. Uh, yeah. Only episode ninety as well. Wait till we get to episode a hundred where we solve death. <laughs> uh, but yeah, God, it just seems because 
you 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 throw a stone in England, you're gonna hit someone. Uh, yeah, I, I imagine it's it's the same in like um, Japan. Have you ever looked at like a like a map of Tokyo? Like Tokyo is, it's this vast vast city. Like Tokyo, just the city is almost the size of Rhode Island, which is the state just south of me. Hmm. It's just it's it's an enormous like urban. So it's it's the same there. People like packed into each other. You go to the countryside and you'll have a lot more space. But they Japan has a very similar population density to the UK, and they have more mountains on the islands, so they have less usable space. Yeah, I guess so. But that means they can build universities next to the mountain and get increased science addition pellets, <laughs> so their civilization can be the. Go to space first, or whatever the fuck it is he doing, Civ. He's, yeah, he's referencing the Civilization games, for those that didn't get that. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a fucking nerd podcast. Like, <laughs> we're gonna make these references. I mean, look what I'm wearing. I'm wearing a One Punch Man t-shirt. <laughs> oh, I didn't even write it. I just saw black and orange. I was like, oh, that looks nice yeah, color scheme. Kind of blocked there, but yeah. Um, yeah, well, actually, speaking of imagery, mm. uh... Have you heard of, of Dali 2? No. So, there is a, uh, a new computer AI that's been... Uh, that's being uh, allowed use by the general public in a uh, ticket-based system mm. where you can send in a request to this AI and this AI will create an image for you based on your comment, okay? Oh, God. I remember... So, before you get into this... Yeah. A few years back, there was one, um, it was another AI bot, and you would write, like, two different things. You'd say something like, what if blank was blank? And right. it would create, like, a composite image. Um, and it just, I don't know, it got taken off very quickly because... I mean, that might have been the original, because this is the second version of Dolly. Oh, maybe it is the first one then, yeah. I just remember um, a bunch of YouTubers were doing it, and they got some pretty horrible things out of the AI. Well, that's the thing. So, I was told about this by a friend, mm. and I was like, okay, that sounds really interesting. It sounds like something that could potentially be uh, kind of a, a real breakthrough in, you know, in, in design and stuff yeah. in this day and age. And... But, but my... my, my not fear, my trepidation for this is obviously the images that we're going to see back from them are going to be the best images, right? Mm. Um, and also some people are going to find a way of inevitably turning things to a negative view. Um, but some of the things that have been going on, they've been posting some of the images on Instagram and I think that some of quite fucking funny. The one I want to show you is uh, the prompt was a masterful oil painting of a mini Australian shepherd utterly shocked at the price of the dinner bill. <laughs> and uh, here's, the, here's the image it came back with. I'm sorry listeners, you won't be able to see it. Yeah, but, well, um, let me take a take a gander at this. <laughs> oh my god, I love it! It's pretty It's pretty damn good, isn't it? Oil so, painting, mini Australian shepherd, bill, shocks. Yeah, it's like... Yeah. It, Think picture like a Vincent Van Gogh picture where, but it's it's a it's an Australian shepherd sitting in like a like an old 
like wooden chair with like uh, some red leather backing. And there's a little little slip of paper in front of him, and he's looking up at the camera with just these big puppy dog eyes, like, what? It's adorable. How much? It's adorable. I'm saving that picture. Um, but yeah, some of the, some of it is really is really cool looking. Um, and yeah, it's free, but you you know have to take your place in the queue, and there's probably hundreds of thousands of people queuing up for it. Hmm. Um. But yeah, just an interesting progression in technology, and I feel like it's been a while since we've heard any positive big progressions in technology. Like, when was the last time you're like, holy shit, this is a new thing, and this is insane? Like, probably for me, the last thing I can think of would be, like, the VR headsets. Yeah, oh, that's something. My, I've got the stands up. I'm, I'm gonna set up my VR again because I have space for it. Nice. That's actually something that I can do with the new house too. I, there Question should be is, because the reason, part of the reason you didn't play it more is because you do feel a bit sick when, when having the VR headset on, which everyone does, I think, hmm. uh, at least the first few times. So hopefully you can. Yeah, the thing is, I I never really get motion sickness. The only the thing that um, bugged me was when I tried to play Minecraft on VR, because right. that's one like, and it, it didn't make me sick, but like, I would react to like try and balance myself because I'd press forward. You didn't walk. You could teleport. Oh yeah. But you could yeah. press forward to walk as well. And if I did that, it was like it felt like I was flying forward, and I'd immediately like pull back to try and balance, and I'd I'd fall over. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, it's one of those. Uh, it's probably contending with the Wii for the uh, the most broken, sorry, breaking of technology while playing it. Uh, oh, I, I may have told this story on the podcast before, but a, a nice right. through through line with the uh, Wii and the VR. Oh, my dad has yeah, played both. Yeah, I do yep. know where this is going. Yep. <laughs> he played. I think he was playing Wii golf or Wii no Wii bowling um, at at our. Uh, my parents place and he went to like do the bowling thing completely lost his balance and like fell on the floor um and then when he tried out my vr headset here he was getting so into his game of air hockey in the in the vr headset he tried to he lost his balance tried to lean on the imaginary table and just yeah. pitched forward oh. <laughs> it also does it just i i loved watching my my parents two different reactions when they played vr because my dad went around, played air hockey, got really competitive. My mom figured out she could spawn beer bottles and started throwing them at NPCs. You should have you should have found a golf game for your dad. I yeah, that I didn't have one installed at the time. You got you got golf with your friends, that's VR. Yeah. Although I will say that's I've played it. It's not I mean, I am a hulking giant of a human being. Don't get me wrong. But I was fully bent over double with a fairly heavy piece of kit on the top of my head, which further made me top heavy. Hmm. Um, so it wasn't super comfortable for me. I think I ended up playing golf on my knees to be at a more correct height. One of my favorite um, VR games that was it was actually like a really good workout was I can't remember what exactly it was called. It was some archery game. Um, oh. And basically, like, cubes would spawn, and you'd draw the arrow and shoot at the cubes. 
And, um... Here, Sounds like a lot like another game. Yeah. But it, it's not all tree-based. I'm trying to... Oh, it's called Hollow Point. That's what it's called. Oh. And I... I But I, I um... I'd get so, really... Like, hollow Point, so not like a gun with hollow point rounds. I think they were making a pun. Because it's okay. holograms. Ah, I see. Um, but yeah, so I like I'd get down like you know as I'm dodging arrows because eventually they shoot back at you. So you, I'm dodging arrows, I'm taking a shot, spinning around, cool. going down on my knees, firing straight up. It was just it was very fun game. Good big workout. For me, favorite VR game, which I've played quite a bit of, hmm. is um, Beat Saber. I was never any good at that. I played it at Juan had that game because he had a VR headset too. Yeah, I was I was never really good at that one. The thing is, I know what you're like when you get to a new game. A, you don't like reading tutorials, <laughs> uh, and B, you will never go for the easiest difficulty. Which <laughs> on Beat Saber they don't have an easiest difficulty. They start off with well, okay. So there's five stages of difficulty, but even after... I've probably played it for about 100 hours now. Mm. I'm on the third out of... Hours. There's, I think there's easy, normal, hard, very hard, and like superior or something. I can't remember. Mm. I can do level three... The, the third level of difficulty. And... That is my ideal place. Um, like, it really... It gives you a good fucking workout. Um, anything above that, and you feel like you're having a fit. Yeah. With this speed with which you're trying to hit the block. So, I should explain. Beat Saber is a rhythm game where blocks fly towards you uh, from the distance. You have a sword in each hand, and you have to cut the blocks in the right direction... Um, in time to the music. Mm. Uh, there's also some like parts where you've got to avoid walls that are flying at you, so you're moving around at the same time. Sometimes you have to duck down low, which is just hell for me. Um, and yeah, so you end up moving around a whole bunch, and it really does. After a single song, song, when you've first played it, you kind of need to take the headset off and just take five minutes. Um, very fun for if you've got someone else around, so you can just swap out each song. Um, but also, you can, there's a, what's the word? Public API or, or whatever the fuck is. So, you like, can... You mean open source, or? You can input your own songs, and you can download songs that other people have made. So... There is a massive, massive library of just so many songs so it basically doesn't run out of content uh to, to just a, as a, a flavor of how vast their library is i was playing beat saber to the uh coconut mall theme from mario kart and uh so yeah. this this just to jump in here i think this is something that kind of uh ended uh the long running um what am i trying to say the long running I want to say sovereignty, but that's the wrong word. But the it it killed Rock Band and Guitar Hero and them because after a while there were so many different games out, like 
you had to have like three different discs that you could hot swap out of to try and play all the songs you wanted to play. So these yeah. these games that have something like that where you can you know just input a song and it'll generate the track and stuff like that. Though that that's that honestly um, that I think is the way forward with it because I know that's what killed Rock Band and Guitar Hero for me. Like I I got. I uh, what is it, Rock Band 4 for the Xbox One. And it was fun for a while, played it with some friends. Um, but a lot of the songs, I, I could only bring over a certain number of songs from Rock Band 3. And, yeah, it, like, so I, I just want to pull out my Xbox 360. And then, of course, they use a completely different set of peripherals. And that, that is the benefit to that model. The two key factors, which, no, actually, no, I thought that. Three. Three key factors that killed Rock Band with... Beat Saber. For a start, as you point out, on Rock Band, I couldn't play the opening intro to Cowboy Bebop on this, on, on Rock Band. That would, oh my god, that would be awesome. Which I have done on Beat Saber. Uh, second of all, um, when you were playing Rock Band, for example, uh, I think they came with uh, a drum set, right? Which basically only worked for that game or that game series yeah. and it was not cheap um, yeah so don't get me wrong a VR headset is the furthest thing you'll ever see from cheap <laughs> like having the right computer to be able to run it buying the actual headset itself getting the stands buying the game but the game Beat Saber itself pretty damn cheap it's about the same cost as a normal game that you'd buy off of Steam. And you don't pay anything extra for the additional songs, unless you're buying their specific DLC songs, which are by official creators, and that's essentially if you want to support the creators of the game, which I am more than happy with. Mm. Um, and the final thing is that Rock Band, you weren't able to edit the files so that you had a third-person perspective of you hitting the blocks, but you in inside of the game wearing an anime girl's skin, <laughs> which means that YouTube and Twitch go fucking nuts for it. <laughs> so it had massive uh, coverage. Yeah. Oh, God. There, there really is... What am I trying to say? The VR headset, I actually, so I, I have an HTC Vive, um, speaking of the actual hardware, but I have one yep. of the older ones. I love how I, you have a Vive, I can see the um, the sensor yeah, right, right behind yeah. you there. Um, I was trying to work out which one I can remember. <laughs> but I got one of the first gen ones. Now the newer mm. ones have these much sleeker cables. There's more space to them. They've got all these extra sensors that go on different parts of your body. I'm... I can't just I don't use it enough to justify upgrading it. No. Um, plus, the one I have works just fine. But I do want to start playing around with it again and doing some stuff in VR because I did have a lot of fun playing around with it. Maybe one day when the YouTube channel is massive and we have hundreds of thousands of people watching our videos, we will invest in a company proper v Vive headset. <laughs> um, but yes, we both got HTC Vives. Um, and honestly, much like the Wii... Actually, I say that. I got a lot of hours of enjoyment out of the Wii, despite it being a relatively poorly put together piece of kit. Yeah, you, I played the shit out of my Wii. Yeah. Um, but with the HTC Vive, 
yes, it's... The ones that we've got are not the highest quality. It gives you neck ache eventually. The wires definitely do get in the way, especially if you're in a particularly active, moving game. But... If you go any lower, you're not in VR. <laughs> and it's an experience which I think is really quite special, being in VR, being able to walk around yeah. as if you're actually in the game world. That's it's kind of the nerd's dream. Going back to uh, uh, my, what is it, my topic from, or the, uh, the housing thing, that's one mm. of the things I'm looking forward to, is actually having the space. Like having a room that I, yeah. could, I could set that up in and have enough space to walk around. Because I, I can do it here, but I basically only have about maybe it, it's not I've probably got about three feet that way and another six feet that way or Honestly, it kind of looks like your current place you could fit all of the stuff in there into a single room in the new place <laughs> and then just have the whole rest of the house empty <laughs> so not really because the, so the the new place um just for reference uh, square footage wise mm. um i don't i don't know what this would be in square meters but square footage my current place is just over 700 square feet. It's basically so it's a decent-sized apartment. Um, that seems like a lot. Yeah, it's because you're thinking of square meters. Hold on, let me, let me do this. No, 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 no. I, I, I can comprehend feet because we measure ourselves in feet in this country. Okay. Um, but 700 does seem like a lot from what I've seen of, of your place. Anyway, beside the point. Yeah. 700 square feet. The new place is 1,500. So, more than double. So, not all into one room, but mm. I could basically fit it into, like, half the space. There's also a basement that has an extra, like, 500 or something square feet that isn't technically counted. Oh, hell yeah. What is the plans for the basement, by the way? I am kind of curious. <laughs> uh, so, I have a couple plans. So, the basement at this place that I'm looking at now is unfinished, so mm. which means just concrete floor. One side of it is never going to be finished because it, you wouldn't want to do that to that space because that's where the boiler is, that's where the hot water heater is, that's where the washer and dryer go. So that space can stay how it is. But the yep. other part of it is partitioned off and I could put down some flooring, I could put some siding on the walls there and turn it into like a nice finished like man cave kind of room. I see, you're not going to have a uh, fallout shelter. Oh, I think I've lost connection. Yeah, no, no, you, I'm, I'm here. Just my, my camera okay. was lagging. Gotcha. But yeah, it's... um. Yeah, a nuclear fallout shelter. Thoughts? I don't think it would be that effective at it because it has a window. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's foiled again. It's one of those high up like basement windows that like it's, it's that big and it's way above your head. But um... No, that's perfect because, I mean, radiation can't get through windows <laughs> I'm pretty sure it can uh, but no sounds cool uh, maybe yeah. maybe I know some YouTubers that do there's a, a YouTuber that I occasionally watch who has bought a um, a place in America somewhere and it was from it, it used to be a a, a, a crack den and so oh, he's yeah. renovating it, and he's tearing it, and he's getting all these problems, and he's doing, like, a, a vlog as he's uh, renovating it. So that might be fun. I don't know. 
There's yeah, you've not already that, got any renovating to do though. It's just gonna be like no, put shit in. <laughs> the other house, the one I looked at earlier today, um, that I was considering, that one, mm. that one needed some work. It needed to have a, its bathroom renovated. It needed to have um, uh, its porch and decking redone. And I just, I, I wanted a place that was basically livable, like mm. it's up to snuff, and then I can customize it. You know, I this yeah. one doesn't have air conditioning, so I can put an air conditioning unit in. Doesn't have a garage. I could have a garage built for it. Um, right. I could put like a gazebo or something out in the backyard, so I have a nice little patio area. But you're not looking to reinvent it. Exactly. I, I wanted a house that is livable now that I can work on over time and put my own mm. flair on. Um, sorry, there was something you just said that uh, that, that reminded me of um, <laughs> the YouTube house thing. Oh, crack house. Yeah. So last story, and then we can probably end segment one and move on to uh, segment three. But the. Um, when I was in college, one of my friends, uh, one of my college roommates, he had his family owned like uh, they did something to do with real estate. And part of what they did was foreclosure cleanouts. His house gets foreclosed yeah. on. Um, they get hired to go in, clean everything out of it and get it ready for resale or demolition or whatever. Mm. This place was a it was in the middle of nowhere um, in the uh, state uh, in Connecticut. And um there were mattresses everywhere. Like, there were mattresses in the yard. I think we cleaned out probably 12 mattresses. And so, I, Jesus. as like a part-time thing, he asked, he needed help cleaning the place out. So, mm. he asked me and another friend, yeah, help us clean this place out. You'll get, you know, 250 bucks each, which was great money when I was in college. Mm. Um, so, we found like 11 mattresses. There were condoms, syringes, like all kinds of sketchy. This, the, what I said at the time was, this place looks like it's a halfway house, but it's going the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it, was, it was sketchy as shit. Like, kind of like, like something from visceral cleanup detail. Yeah, I feel like if I rubbed up against the wall wrong, I'd get AIDS. Like, it was, <laughs> it was a really bad place. Um, yeah. But, you know, whatever. 250 bucks. Yeah. Um, I mean... Oh, um, quick, quick thing. I don't know if... I'll leave it to you whether it should be in the positive or negative section of this podcast. Mm. Uh, what were your thoughts on Diablo Immortal? So far, I'm still enjoying it. But I haven't oh. hit the paywall yet. You've been playing it for like a week or two. Yeah, but, I, but I've only been playing it like off and on, like maybe an hour a day or something like that. And that, that is not enough to hit the paywall. I will say... Um, is a pain in the ass to see on my phone screen right because there's so much bollocks on the screen that just takes up space and it you can't zoom out and i i definitely prefer playing it on the pc um despite the fact that it is a mobile game i think i'm probably going to be keeping playing it mostly on the computer right you are playing on the pc then i'm playing both. on both yeah i'm doing it okay. on both it's the same account so i just switch back and forth okay that's good yeah well um, that's actually a topic we could have talked about. Uh, games that were on PC and mobile at the same time, but oh well. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think that that's a good that's a good place to stop this though. So, uh, we kind of <laughs> since we're doing topics and topics, uh, we, we sort of split this up. So this was supposed to be the positive, happy go lucky <laughs> section, and now, now we get the to fun parts. <laughs> now we get to rage and complain. <laughs> so that's going to be segment three. Look forward to that. Um, but this is going to be the end of segment one of the Teams J podcast. Thank you all for listening, and you'll hear, hear us again momentarily for segment three.
Welcome back to the TMCJ podcast. We are on segment three, our wild card, and our wild card this week is very tame. We're just doing more topics. And as we said in the first... I don't know if tame is the right word to describe going into this one. Seeing it's going to be full of hatred and bile True. for the issues of this planet and how we loathe it so... We front-loaded the podcast with our positive topics, and mm. now it's time to just let the hatred spew. Mm. Do it, Anakin! So we are opening Room 101 and releasing all those negative things upon the world through your ear holes. <laughs> I had to get the Palpatine voice in there. And right Indeed. as we start, my realtor just texts me. Lovely. Boom. So, uh... You're starting off. What a... I want to discuss was without actually directly talking about uh, a certain case study that has happened very recently uh, I want to talk about the scenario in general not specific to the incident that happened mm -hmm. but uh, someone was playing a competitive shooting game and they got uh, angry mm -hmm. and I don't just mean a little bit annoyed and maybe said something they regret. I mean, this was a streamer. They said several things that were absolutely not okay to say online. Mm -hmm. And it, it was just way beyond the pale, right? For, for he, he died in the game. His One of his teammates... Sorry, one of their teammates said... Um, you know, that was a bit rubbish, mate. Yeah, yeah. They, they did some very light mockery of the person. Yeah, but I, I know what that feels like when you're just like, you're teetering on the edge of going ballistic and then somebody just gives you a little shove. But then just a tirade of racism and sexism came forth. And one of the bigger defenses of... Um, of their case mm. is their age. Fair. Which I, 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 I'm not entirely one side of the fence or the other. I'm very much on the fence with this, whether that should realistically be a defense to saying some incredibly degenerate things on the internet. I, no, um, I, well, should I give my opinion right off the bat? Or did Go you have more to, more to say? No. I, I think that, that that's a perfectly reasonable defense. Um, it, it, the, most of the data is pretty much in now. Your brain doesn't fully finish developing until you hit the age of around 25. Um, okay. It, dep it, it varies. Um, it actually happens a bit sooner for women and a bit later for men. Um, there's a, an old phrase that actually in, it's, encapsulates this pretty well. It's that... Um, um, what is it? Uh, the girls grow up while the boys grow upward. You know, the idea of right. just in, in that's a good way of describing like the way people mature. Women tend to mature mentally earlier than men and men ch tend to mature physically, physically earlier than women. Yeah. Um, but that that being as, that aside, I think it's a perfectly reasonable defense because I, I think about I mean, I said all kinds of stupid shit when I was especially when I was a teenager um, that I would never would have said now. Where but, do you think the kind of line is, though? I, bear in mind, this is someone who is a known uh, 
member of a streaming platform, they have quite a big following. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying that there should be no consequences. I'm mm. saying it's a bit more understanding, or it's a bit more understandable when you take into that that age into account. I don't know how old this person is that you're referring to. I actually don't know what incident this is. Um, I, I'm trying. I'm trying to keep things as vague as possible. I didn't even mean to say that they were a he, but I accidentally let that slip. Yeah, no worries. Um, and uh, so the, the person was in their late teens. Hmm. I think you got to be 16 to have a Twitch account, even. Probably, yeah. But even um, if you were 18, there's still you, know, you could be 18 or 19, still a teenager. Yeah. Um, but I tell you, just the things they said, the venom with which they said it. Don't get me wrong; they got banned off of the game. They got a perma ban off of that game, hmm. and they got a temporary suspension off of the streaming platform. Yeah. Um, but it's very hard because you can't say, oh, based on how sorry they felt the next day, we should should or shouldn't let them well, uh, back. I, I personally uh, don't believe in permabans. I think that they're a bad, bad solution. There should always be a way back, but they should be commensurate with what was done. Um, I... I, I'm I, more okay with if it's a perma ban on a specific account and not an IP. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, having your account suspended. So the punishment really is you have to make a new account. You you lost yeah. everything that was on there and and whatnot. Yeah, you fucked up. Start again. Yeah, uh, I part of I, one of the reasons I don't think this bothers me as much as it might other. I don't really. I'm a huge fan of trash talking video games. Yeah. I mean, if somebody goes off and says some vile shit, then the other players and everyone in the game is perfectly within their rights to either mute the person, team kill them, or just disassociate with them. But yeah. I don't give a shit. Like the game, sh like the people publishing the game, shouldn't do anything like about it. That's that's my opinion. I it's definitely not a popular one because they, you know, they're, every online game will restrict you in some way. Um, yeah. Was it Legion Tower Defense that would autocorrect swear words into just like a sentence? Hey, good to meet you. Have a great day, or something like that. Oh, uh, I don't think that, I don't think it was, was Legion. That? No, Legion's generally the player base in Legion's been pretty chill. Um, no, it was was it Overwatch? I think it might have been Overwatch. I don't think it was Overwatch. It was something we played recently. It wasn't. It was something, and it would literally sometimes change your message to like. I'm very insecure about my feelings, and I hope you're going to be okay with me. And like, stop yeah. that. That's fucking hilarious. I love that shit. I I actually really uh, like. I, I mean, I hate profanity filters. I mean, that you can't true. turn off. I, yeah. I don't mind profanity filters, as as long as they can be disabled. Yeah. From 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 the person receiving its. Yeah, from view. the person receiving its perspective. Yeah. So like, um, if if you don't mind swearing, you should be able to turn that shit off. Yeah. Uh, but no, I think there does need to be a moral responsibility for people that stream and put their content yeah. out there in the rest of the world. This, this I, is... That's why I kind of, I, I disagree with the game's um, decision to permanently ban them from the game. Hmm. But I also disagree, kind of with the streaming platform for only temporarily banning them, because I think there should have been more of a consequence to 
the language really was vile, and I will show you the video afterwards. But, okay. Um, so, it, yeah. A couple, a couple thoughts. This, I, I should, and I do want to emphasize what I said earlier that I believe that there should be consequences to that that sort of thing. But I feel like yeah. they're they're kind of in the wrong place because he said this on Twitch, right? Did he say it in the in-game voice chat? Yes. Oh, okay. Maybe, maybe that. So I was going to say the ban from the game didn't make any sense because he didn't even do it on oh. the game. He did it on... But if he did yeah, it... Yeah, he said this to a, uh, a person's face. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just... I love trash talk. I, I've, I have a feeling this video is going to be more amusing to me than anything else. But... It, but there's a limit to trash talk. Like, a really but, good... So, hold on. I, I should finish my sorry. point before I just Go. start giggling yeah. again. Um, I actually do agree with you that the people who are, say, on on Twitch, people who are streaming, people who are putting video content out there, they have a higher level of responsibility than the normal gamer. Like, if this was just some yeah. guy playing on a game with his friends and he went off on a rant like that, maybe his friends are going to go like, whoa, dude, chill, and maybe yeah. not talk to him for a little bit. But... Um, you know, obviously, that that should be the end of it in that case. But because it was Twitch, I do agree. You, you do need to be held to a higher standard because you are out there, you know, putting this content yeah. out to millions of people. And in it, game it, terms? Sorry, go. It could also... And Twitch has an interest in punishing this behavior because it could harm their reputation. Although they don't seem well, to really care about that because they still have fucking hot tub streams all over the place. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's so let, a category as well now, so... Let, let's, let's pop up, uh, yield Twitch and take a look what my recommendations are. <laughs> Top one, Amaranth, pools, hot tubs, and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Soviet Wobble's actually being recommended. To, they're actually recommending me some gaming content. Look at that. Maybe that's because that's the only content we watch on Twitch. <laughs> but then why the fuck is Amaranth still at the top? Yeah, I mean, it was meant to be a platform about gaming. Yeah, Um they make a lot more money off of um can i say thoughts twitch thoughts yeah is that is that something uh, people i think that's about? okay i think what's not okay oh, what is it when actually was that was that a word banned there was a different word that i think simp. was banned on twitch so simp that's the one yeah that's the one that you get in trouble for and it's like well yeah because <laughs> okay you use that word you're shaming the people that are, are paying money that twitch is making cash over yeah, like you—you you can't shame the people for giving money. That's how they make their. That's how they make it. But no, like a, a person, a person swears in front of four teammates and gets a permanent ban. He swears in front of—I don't know how many people were watching the stream, but I'm going to guess it was at the minimum thousands mm -hmm. because any kind of big stream gets a thousand is really a drop in the ocean. And only gets a, a, a temporary, you know, slap on the wrist. Um, yeah, I don't know. And I think that person's now, that streamer has now moved to YouTube streaming uh, as well now. Yeah, so. and th that's the thing. At least things are a bit different now. There's more streaming platforms. There's Twitch, there's DLive, there's YouTube. You can stream on Facebook. Like, you can stream... When we go uh, live using... So I use... Uh, for streaming, I use Streamlabs OBS. Yeah. And I can set it up so that it'll multi-stream to different platforms. Like, 
mm. YouTube. We can't stream to YouTube because we don't have enough subscribers to do that yet. But we yeah. can stream to like Facebook if we wanted to. If I still had a Facebook account or something, mm. hey, we can make a TMCJ podcast Facebook account. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so that at least you know it's a perma. Well, he, that's right. He didn't get perma banned from Twitch. No, he got temporarily. And what's yeah. more, the amount of clout that he'll get just from this. No I'm trying my damnedest not to identify this person because I do not think they deserve any clout for this. And you know that they're going to get so much of an influx of viewers because of this news story. Yeah. Um, because of other people reporting on big channels, which, granted, those big channels are making hand over fist from reporting on it, but they're also kind of reinforcing the shit behavior of someone who was way out of line. Yeah, there, there, well, so this, not to bring it to a more dark real world kind of thing, because um, I don't consider anything that happens on Twitch in the real world. Uh, this is the argument for why, um, you know, serial killers or people who, you know, do shootings or things like that. They, the argument is you shouldn't put their face on there. You shouldn't put their name on there. You, no information. It shouldn't be broadcast because it's, in a lot of cases, that feedback loop is causing more people to do it because they see these guys in the news they know they'll get attention they know if they have some kind of fucked up message to the world that it'll go out there because the news channels are making money hand over fist selling what is essentially just like infamy yeah exactly yeah. i i heard i heard a um oh what well, i can't remember what this was on it was it was either on a podcast or uh Oh, that's what it was. It was a it was a PewDiePie video, and he was reading through like a subreddit, and one of them was like this guy going, "I, I think that we should you know stop giving serial killers such cool names and you know instead of calling them like Jack the Ripper and the mm. some the the Zodiac Killer, we should give them you know more insulting names like you know Larry the Small Dick Killer or something like that or <laughs> just like something just and I I kind of like that idea. It's like yeah, if we're gonna report on these people mock them insult them yeah. put their names out there and call them the worst trash piece of shit um i'm sorry i went off on a bit of a tangent there but i think that yeah that that he's gonna it's it's the whole um no publicity is bad publicity or sorry any publicity yeah. is good publicity um so yeah he's probably gonna get that it's like the um speaking of the hot tub streamers the ones that have like accidents where they accidentally like are naked oh, or something slipped out oh my god oh, oh no i accidentally started touching my nipples and yeah. they get banned for like three days but they do it because now they have an OnlyFans account and so that's just yeah. them advertising that three-day ban that's nothing because they're making all the money on the back end for the people you know going to see them there so what i'm trying to say is the entire internet is corrupt and you shouldn't trust anything that you see and everyone's out to make a profit and the bad guys always win so we might as well all just hang ourselves. No, I can't say that. Uh, <laughs> in fact, you might have to bleep that out. I apologize. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's kind of unfortunately, like we mentioned right at the beginning of this podcast, bad news is the shit that sells. Yeah. Well, it, it's one of the reasons that if you if you did nothing but watch like news stations, especially like 24-hour news stations like CNN or Fox... Mm. Um, in the US, I assume like the BBC or what is it, Channel 4 or whatever you guys have over there. Not as bad over here. I saw your news feed the other day in passing and it was so fucking bad. Yeah. But 
it's like if you just watch those news stations um you would really just it, you'd think the world was on fire 24 7 everyone was like yeah. dying and starving and the apocalypse is coming and oh there's a meteor it just hit the moon and now the moon is depressed like this is that's the news constantly i was, it was funny it was i was talking again going back to the first part i was talking to my realtor as we were looking through one of the houses yesterday and I mentioned something on, uh, yeah, that I, I saw coming up current events wise, and yeah. she's like, "Oh God, yeah, I just completely don't watch the news anymore. It just depresses yeah. me." No, I haven't for like the straight up BBC news, which is obviously the most common thing in this country. Hmm. I avoid like play because it's either boring as fuck to me, or just like goddamn depressing. I mean. Yeah, a lot of our news recently. I can tell you what news has been for the last several years. It's been COVID, and fuck Boris. <laughs> that's been it. Pretty much, that's it. Uh, oh, and Ukraine, obviously, of course, Ukraine. Yeah. But even I feel like there's been more coverage on fuck Boris than there has been on the Ukraine. Like, I, I <laughs> dare I say it, the Ukraine conflict is. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be more interested in that than the Boris shit because the Boris shit I don't really give a fuck about. He was he's a stupid fucking idiot who he elected, <laughs> knowing he was an idiot. Tell me about the people who are out there risking their lives today to defend their homeland. And no, we're talking about a fucking birthday party that happened at Ten Downing Street. Yeah. I heard about that, too. He came out and he apologized about it. What he should have done is come out and said, you know what? All the lockdown shit was stupid. You can all have birthday parties, too. Which is essentially what happened. You guys have, like, basically no restrictions anymore. Uh, I mean, there's certain certain places, like, as we've said, medical places. Oh, yeah, where yeah, yeah. They ask you to. And anyway, did... I think traveling abroad, obviously, you'll still have to. This is not supposed to be current events podcast. I know it's negative, and we are going in deep into yeah. negativity. But sorry, I wanna, yeah, no. I want to bring. It's not even current events, though. This stuff happened before. <laughs> hey, uh, yes, then, you go. So, <laughs> one one quick thing, and this this was yeah. so on Saturday. I went hiking up a mountain. Yeah, it was two hours up, two hours down, or that that's what the estimate was. It ended up being a little more than four hours because Jesus was this an intense hike, like. It wasn't like a nice trail that you go up. You're climbing up like 45 degree angles on rocks. You're, you know, climbing over boulders, climbing down boulders. There's roots and crap everywhere. And we had just gone up a fairly steep cliff face. And we came across, like, people, like, take their kids hiking and stuff like that. But there was a woman, and she wasn't in the best shape. But what I thought was horrendously irresponsible... She had a baby in a sash on the front of her that she was walking with. And I'm like, I nearly fell climbing up those rocks that we just went through. And she's going to go down them with a baby on her chest. If you, if she falls, that baby's fucked. And I just, I, I don't know. I'm not one to really judge other people's parenting styles, but that seemed horrendously irresponsible to me. Yeah, I mean, if you walked past a car and saw 
a child in the back seat with a loaded shotgun, I think you'd have the same reaction. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Except it would have more of an impact on the shoes because it's a gun. Yeah. Uh, it's just, but I'm just, I was just, all I saw, when I saw that lady walking down, I'm like, oh God, I hope that baby lives through the day. And yeah. the funny thing is, like, this is not like a safe trail. The day that we were there, Somebody, like, that. A, somebody got into a car crash. That has nothing to do with the mountain. But somebody, like, fell headfirst off of one of the rocks and had to be airlifted off of the mountain. Yeah. So it's not, it's not, not by <coughs> any means. This is not like a, a take your baby for a quick jump through the woods kind of hiking trail. This is like, mm. you're fucked if you put your foot wrong. Well, it's like these idiots that try, that think they're so fucking manly and strong that they can climb Mount Everest. And without die. taking the proper precautions. And that's why Mount Everest is covered in dead bodies that will never be found because people are stupid as fuck and they think that they are invincible. Yeah, um, there's, there's a very tourist mentality that people have these days. They think that the rest of the world is all modern and accessible and they can go anywhere and do anything. It's like, oh, of course, climb Mount Everest. That's on the bucket list. I can just go do that one day. Yeah. You really need to put some effort into it, and even then, you probably won't have a whole lot of luck. And it will be miserable. I'm sorry, it will be miserable. You'll be freezing fucking cold, you'll be wet. It will be very serene, don't get me wrong, but you can get that serenity climbing pretty much any mountain in the goddamn universe. Yeah. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong, there is, like, a very good feeling and a sense of accomplishment when you... Yeah get through doing something like that. Like, I, when I got to the top of that mountain, I could see for miles around me, my legs were sore, my ankles fucking hurt like hell because I kept rolling them on rocks. It just, but it, it felt great. And when I got down to the bottom, like, I felt like a god driving home. Like, it just felt amazing. But you take the proper precautions. It's... I have no problem with people doing these things. I have no problem with people going into space, but I don't expect people to go into space without any fucking training. <laughs> That's like, what we're getting that to. Is what, this is, this, the, if you're fucking climbing a mountain, understand how mountains work. Understand, like, rationing and the worst case scenarios and ha have some medical experience and... Yeah. Oh, it annoys me. I will say... I was a bit of a dumbass. I didn't wear athletic shorts climbing the mountain. I wore jean shorts. And, um, oh boy. Wearing shorts. Was it that? It, they Wait, they have, jean like, the shorts. Jean, like, you know, jeans, but shorts. So, that like, sounds like hot pants to me. The, you're thinking of women's jean shorts. They're, they go, like, just below my knees. So, like, okay. jeans, oh, jeans, okay. like they, pair of jeans that ends there. I picture you being a teenager wearing them <laughs> for some reason. That seems like I the did. kind of thing that you as a teenager... I did. That kind of... Yeah, okay, cool. Not, that, not, the, not yeah. the really short shorts. I, but yeah, <laughs> no, jean, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. But those, those kinds of jean shorts, I, I used to... Yeah, those were the only kind of shorts I wore. Like, I never See. got into, like, the cargo shorts or anything like that. Yeah. Um, I'm not a massive fan of shorts at all, but... Uh, you see, I'm, I'm not going to be climbing mountains anytime soon. <laughs> I'm also very much a cold weather person, so the like, True. if I can wear, I'll wear shorts like into November when it's starting to get really cold outside, just to, I don't know, not be overheated. Yeah, well, other people's ideas of holidays is going and climbing Snowden. And my idea is Caribbean with a rum, nice hot beach, 
but with shade because I'm not stupid. <laughs> I don't know if you can. I mean, I'm my face got all sunburnt. It just, it, just like with everything else, like when I'm out in the sun, whole mm. rest of my body tans. I, I never get sunburns. My head, my face, my ears, my neck always burns like instantly. Doesn't matter yeah. what I so I have to put sunscreen on my face. Otherwise, uh, yeah. I have this anyway, nice. this is this is something far too positive for the negative section of the podcast. All right, do you have Go a negative on. topic? You look like you're about to say something. Well, I, I have another negative topic I was about to move on to. Uh, well, should we quickly fly through Netflix? In fact, you have yeah. Let, let, information no, on that. Tell tell your yeah how this how this uh, topic came about. Okay, so I was went on Netflix the other day trying to see season six of Peaky Blinders, which, by the way, in the UK is still not out on Netflix. But um, it's out here. Yeah, but you do have it available on BBC iPlayer. So I... The, the end of the story... I'm going to jump back and forth a bit. At the end of the story, I didn't actually watch it on Netflix. But when I opened up Netflix, I was like... It had a pop-up, and it mm. said, By the way... We're increasing the amount of money we're taking from you each month for your subscription. And so I did the proper, natural, calm reaction of unsubscribing. <laughs> uh, I don't go on Netflix all that often. And if I had not happened to have stumbled across this... And bear in mind, it gave it was like three days away from them increasing my subscription fee without me knowing... I just wouldn't have noticed. Um, and also, I was also going on Netflix to find The Boys' latest season, because I want to watch that. Which and again, is, it's not on Netflix. It's, so, it's an Amazon series. rather than funding a, another uh, Am uh, sorry, Netflix original of TikTokers being stuck in a house together and having to deal with those perils and, you know, essentially paying them. Is that real? I'm good. That's a real thing, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, so it, more context is a re the reason they're increasing the prices. Part of it, again, inflation, it's affecting everything. But the other piece of it is they have been bleeding subscribers lately. I think it was either last month or the month before they announced for the first time ever that they had lost subscribers, like in the total number. Because really? even, even they were still increasing slightly, but... Over the last, like, I think it was last month or the month before, they actually announced... Even that after that whole scandal about the... Cuties. Yeah. That's what I was going to bring up. One of the reasons that their subscriber growth had slowed is they've put out a lot of dog shit original series lately. And some downright mm. sketchy ones. The one Blue and I are referring to uh, was called... It was a show called Cuties. And to give it a brief description... Um, it is a bunch of 10-year-old girls in skimpy outfits twerking. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's billed as this thing of like, oh, these, these kids, they're getting into dance, and they're so... But it's... From, from what I've heard of it, it's a lot sketchier than that, in that, like, just a, a lot... Let's say a lot of the camera work uh, is a bit creepy. Yeah. Um, I uh, and it's, we should point out neither of us have watched it no. so we don't actually know how deep down the rabbit hole it goes but we know second hand information from other people that yeah, th 
everything I'm talking about, that's something badass. that came from like other like YouTubers and stuff that covered it. People talked about it on yeah. podcasts and things. Yeah, I no, I would never. The, anyway, but there was that. But then there was also a series they put out like He Man, which was like visually very great, but then it turned out to not be about the titular character. It was about somebody else, which again, just false advertising, which pissed a lot of people off. Yeah. I just remember, back in the, but then they, occasionally they have like a gem, like Squid Game was a great series. It was, it really was. Um, And (laughs) He-Man, as is something else I'm about to kind of segue into, was all brought about because of the use of a special word, which is rapidly becoming a negative connotation, is diversity. So He-Man was diversified to meet more of a female quota is that correct am i correct in saying that yeah that's that i mean that's that's a suspicion no one's actually come right out and said it but i mean right yeah uh so we have i'm bringing it back to blizzard i know we talked about blizzard quite a lot recently but frankly the number of fuck-ups they've made in recent years is quite astounding god um, and we're referring to Overwatch 2. Now, personally, I think Overwatch 2 has recently changed from being a potential moneymaker for Blizzard into a uh, damage control yeah. um, well, option be- for them. Be- before it came out, like, I mean, so just a quick refresher. Overwatch, uh, for people that might not be aware, it's a team, like a Four, six v six. It's a team-based shooter game, and on your team, you've got you choose a bunch of characters. They all fit certain roles, like a tank character, a damage character, a healing character, a support character, what have you. And then you're either doing an objective or doing something else on the map to to win the game. Overwatch Two was going to be that, and presumably they were going to add more stuff to it. Maybe there's a bunch of new characters. Maybe there's a bunch of new maps, new gameplay. They've tweaked everything. And then a bunch of people were making fun of it because when they actually got access to the game, it was almost indistinguishable from the first game. Yeah, so I can actually give you a rundown of the basic things. So, Mm. uh, main gameplay-wise, it's changed because they moved from 6v6s to 5v5s. Which I'm sure on the pro scene is a major fucking difference. But for 99% of the audience... I don't think that's really going to make any fucking difference. Next on the agenda, um, almost all the characters are the same. Uh, they've got, I think, two new characters, and they're kind of indistinguishable from the others, because as we've, I believe, talked about on a previous podcast, they uh, it, it was leaked that Blizzard have a diversity uh, graph. Not, not oh, even quota, just I like remember a graph. This. I forgot about this, yeah. Uh, so let's take... To, to pick a random... Just pick a random hero for me, would you guys? Torbjorn. Torbjorn. He's a dwarf. He's Swedish. He's got an eye patch, so he has that... He only has one him. hand. He's got a claw hand. Another disability. Bam. Doubled up on disabilities. So this kind of thing rates Torbjorn higher on their scale, and that's why he became a character. If you think about any character in the Overwatch series, there is 
diversity in the way they are. Even fucking Winston the Gorilla has glasses. And it's like... Before you knew it was about diversity, it's like, okay, great, it's just funny. It's a gorilla with glasses. But now I'm thinking, oh, they gave a gorilla eye problems so that they could meet diversity quotas with people that wear glasses. You know what? I, I just thought it was funny to have a monkey with glasses. Like, I didn't, it never even occurred to me that that was something they were thinking about. Yeah, um... Soldier James 6 is an old man. Uh, uh, also is an old lady Sol and has an eye patch. Go on. Soldier 76, they also made him gay later. Trace is gay as well. Yeah, that's another one. But they're straight in China and Japan. Hmm. Actually, um, maybe not Japan, but they're straight in China. I know that much. So, yes, Overwatch 2 is coming out. It's pretty much exactly the same. Oh, um, the maps, the new maps are the same maps as from Overwatch 1, but where it was daytime in Overwatch 1, it's now nighttime in Overwatch 2, and nighttime maps in Overwatch 1 are now daytime maps in Overwatch 2. Which is the laziest concept of having a new map that I can actually think of. Like, like genuinely, is it that hard to make a new map? Yes, clearly, because they fired everyone. <laughs> I mean, Call of Duty, for all of their failures, releases... Actually, I was going to say they have new maps every single game, but since Nuketown came out, I think that map's been in every single game. But that's yeah. been more like bonus content as opposed to the entire content being recycled every single fucking year. See, the thing is with Call of Duty, I, I want to bring this one up because they, they're actually the same parent company now because remember, oh, it's yeah, Activision Blizzard. Um, yeah. But I actually played Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. So every now and again, like I, I like playing FPS, but I'm much more on the Halo side of things. Yeah. Um, I like the, the kind of combat in that where it's more of like an arena-style shooter rather than like the Modern Warfare-style shooters. Um, not a huge fan of them. But every now and again, I get the urge to play that kind of like, you know, hoo-ha, war fantasy, you know, Call of Duty-type game. And yeah. so, and I, they, they release one like one every one or two years. And so, Once like, every year, yeah. Yeah, so I, I get, I think I've played Call of Duty 4. The first, that's the first Modern Warfare one. Mm. Um, Modern Warfare 2, which came out a few years after that. Yeah. Um, I've played Advanced Warfare, which was one with Kevin Spacey in it. Basically, um, played all the Warfare series. <laughs> yeah, and then I, well, no, and the most recent one is uh, Black Ops Cold War. It's the only Black Ops game I've played. Yeah. Um, I didn't play the original Blobs. No. Because no, oh. the thing is, every, it, it's every few years. Missing I, classics. I get the urge to play it a little bit. But my point is, they're reliably good. Like, they're, mm. they're not all going to blow anything out of the water, but you know exactly what you're getting. You go in there, you're going to get functional and fun gunplay. You might get a few side mechanics. You get, like, the call-downs. The multiplayer will generally be an enjoyable experience. You can customize your guns and stuff like You know what you're getting, but even they, even though they're putting one out every year and you pretty much know what you're going to get out of every game, they still innovate every game. They still put mm. something that's different in there. Maybe it's better graphics. Maybe it's new maps. Maybe it's new characters. So what you're saying is they haven't fallen as low as FIFA yet. Yeah. Because I think okay. the people who play sports games, sports video games, there's something wrong with them. 
I'm sorry if anyone out yeah. there listening likes sports video games, but I personally can't understand the appeal. With exceptions. What's your exception? And those exceptions are such as, I think, uh, Rocket League, for example. It's not my favorite game personally, but I think that's innovative enough I should, to earn a spot. I should clarify like realistic sports games. Like the ones okay. where you're just playing soccer, or you're just playing football, or you're just playing hockey, or you're just playing basketball, and it's just, sure. you're just playing the real life sport, but in a virtual environment. Because my other uh, example I was going to bring to mind was Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games was mm. quite fun as a party well, game. And if we're going that way, but then again. you could say, like, golf with your friends or golf it. True. Although crazy golf, I agree. If it was a realistic golf game, as in, like, you know, the kind that old people play, sorry, your dad, uh, then, <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> I, I don't get on with that kind of golf, but crazy golf... It's fun. Yeah, I like playing mini golf. I, Especially I when you're doing drinking rules. <laughs> there was, um... <laughs> oh, God. There was... We, we used to do, like, different, like, challenges playing mini golf. There was a mini golf course in my hometown that got put in there, like... It was after I'd already graduated and moved on to college. But I went back there, yeah. and a few of my friends went down there and played through it. We did a couple rules, like, oh, yeah, you can play, but you, you can only do, like, one-handed swings. Like, you, when mm. you're putting the ball. Um... It's, it's always fun to do stuff. I, I love mini-golf. Yeah. There's an entirely different element to doing it in real life, though, as well. Like, yeah, yeah you can have a lot more fun. It, it's, any social re interaction in the real world is going to be a whole different ballpark. Yeah, there's a, um, a YouTube game review channel that I mm. enjoy watching, uh, Mandalore Gaming. And he made a point about, like, uh, I think he was talking about Dead Space 3. Mm. And he's like, I, you know, the argument it, it's better with friends or it's fun with friends really doesn't mean all that much because, you know, if two people are good enough friends, they could have fun rolling a turd back and forth. Yeah. And I mean, hell, remember Hand Simulator? <laughs> yes. That's one of the shittest games you'll ever play, but we made such a fun night out of it. I... For one night, because we all knew it was a shit game, we were never coming back to it. <laughs> God, we had the stupid, like, the jeeps driving around. I still have footage of Rikuei shooting everyone with a rocket launcher. Yeah, the, oh. the tanks. The only the only one that I was good at was the medieval one where you had to pick up shit off of a table. And that was the real challenge. It wasn't killing the other players. It was picking up the weapon first. <laughs> yep. Or the uh, one where you have, like, a revolver and you're trying desperately to get the oh, bullet God, in that there. Was, and then... That was literally impossible. I don't think we ever got that to work. <laughs> it was so bad. I think um, we just all ended up dropping the guns. Um, but yeah, I don't know if that went out on the YouTube channel or not. Uh, I don't think it ever did. I it, oh, shit. I should go back and look. I, I have all the footage. I could actually, you know, go back and edit one of those old videos together. I oh, literally maybe have it as the background footage. But no, because you need you need the commentary. I, I literally have a full fourteen terabyte hard drive sitting over there that's got tons of unused footage on it from all oh, those shit. like old games we used to play. Yeah. Um, most of that's from, like, the early days of 2020 when we were all, like, you know, everyone was going a bit stir-crazy locked inside, and so we were just playing games all the time. Mm. God. Oh, yes. This ended there up getting go. a little bit positive near the end. Don't ruin it for me, Kaiser. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anything uh, else yeah. you want to talk about, or are we, uh... Um... 
hopefully next time we can talk about the new season of The Boys. Um, sure. Although now I know that I haven't got all the time limit on it because it isn't on Netflix, I don't know. When I yeah. have free time. Episode 7 is out right now. I've been, I've been enjoying it. There's a few... Do you mean season 7? No, no, episode 7 of season oh. 3. We're on season 3. It's episode 7. Gotcha. It, they're, they're putting a new episode out every Friday. Right. Um, I've been enjoying it so far. There's been a couple bits that are cringe. Still mm. better than season two. Um, yeah, I'm enjoying Well, yeah, that, that'd be a good thing to talk about. I'll, I'll look forward yeah. to that. Uh, but yeah. Uh, cool. Look What's our to next? That. Uh, have we, what was the last movie review? It was North, Northman. So that that we, actually went up. Oh yeah, because we did that like the day that we watched it as well. That was super efficient of us. That was weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it was edited, rendered, and went up uh, a while ago, and it had time yeah. to clear the copyright strike. We were ahead of the game on that one. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I'll let yeah. you finish. Yeah. The the next one to look forward to is movie night. It's Alicia's choice. So whenever we get to watch that movie, um, what movie was it again? That she wanted to Lilo and Stitch. Lilo and Stitch. I keep forgetting. A heartwarming adventure. I haven't seen that movie in quite a few years. I only Same. watched it once. Um, but <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, an adorable little alien with all the arms. All right. Well, let's let's end it there. Um, this is going to be the end of episode ninety of the TMCJ podcast. Thank you all for listening, and you will hear us again in two weeks for episode ninety-one. Damn you, Blizzard!